Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corrine Phelps, your host. I'm a business and growth coach, money mindset expert, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me all over from working in finance to owning a boutique fitness studio. I found myself burnt out, miserable, and questioning everything. Saying things to myself like, there's got to be more to life than this. Refusing to settle for a mediocre existence, I went all in, learning how to harness untapped potential and rewire the subconscious mind to create an extraordinary life. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, building a business, creating community, building wealth, and doing what it takes to just freaking go for it. My mission is to help you align to your purpose, Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. Meet Jane Stoller, a Swiss-Canadian life business organizer, speaker, author, and university instructor who possesses a passion for decluttering spaces and organizing business processes. Jane wrote her first book in 2016 to help her friends get more organized. It ultimately gained international attention, and this allowed Jane to turn her passion into a profitable business. Organized Jane's love for organizing began when she was a little girl. She was often found happily lining up her cats by sizing her stuffed animals by color and her parents' books by publication date. Soon, friends began turning to Jane for guidance on how to part with cluttered sentimental items. Stoller's global reach has helped thousands gain clarity and get organized with her critically acclaimed books. Organizing for your lifestyle and decluttering for dummies. With a proven track record in both lifestyle and business decluttering, Jane has spent the last decade helping people become better versions of themselves. What makes Jane's organizing approach unique is her holistic method and warm personality. She starts redefining a client's home and continues at the office or vice versa. When Jane is not organizing someone's home or digital spaces or helping them really dial it in in business, she can be found enjoying time with her family, skiing in British Columbia, where she currently resides. Hello, hello, Super Expanders. Welcome back. I am bursting with excitement because I have a very, very special guest sitting here who is about to share all of her wisdom and all her whole entire story with you, which I'm really just thrilled for you to hear. So I am welcome to the Super Expander, Jane Stoller. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here since we've been kind of in circles for a long time. So this is so such an honor to be here. Yeah, I'm going to give everyone just a little bit of context of how we know each other. And I'm I'm wondering, you maybe I'm like wondering if you even remember. So I actually I had recently when we connected, I had recently been on a news show in Washington DC and I was had walked out of maybe just like getting my hair done and I pulled up and I actually saw you were actually being interviewed on the same news show and like now I can't even remember like channel 9 maybe um and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. We were just on the on the same show. I'm gonna reach out and say hello because there was like these synergies in what we were doing at the same at this time. Like you were really focused on organization. 
organization in like homes and that sort of thing. And I was doing a program on burnout and I felt like organization in environments was a really key thing. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe, maybe we can collaborate. And that was the, I reached out to you and you became a contributor to my very first online iteration of a program. This was a long time ago. I remember that. And I re- it was such, I feel like when you're just starting a new program and getting, putting yourself out there, which is very tough to do. We both had to start. Um, collaborations and finding someone that's in that space is so important. So yeah, you reaching out was like, yes, this is great for both of our, you know, to share more knowledge, to you know, validate what we're doing. So yeah, I, I remember it. I remember recording that um, so clearly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, I, for me, I was like such a ballsy move off to say too, because I was like, I can't, she's definitely not going to, she's going to say, no, she's, she's got this book that she is launching. And I am just this like newbie getting started. And you were so welcoming and you said yes. And you gave me this like amazing, like a uh, module to add to my program. It was just, yeah. So thank you. And here we are. Exactly. Here we are. Like, I think we all need to take chances and reach out because we, I do that too. And I'm like, oh, they're so busy or this. And if you can add value to somebody's life or support them, I think we need to ask for that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You have to ask the big, bold ask. Cause the worst that can happen is no, but we don't, you don't get, if you don't ask, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, on, on the, the page or like on the topic of asking, I'm just going to take it deep straight on in. And I'm, I'm going to ask you the question that everyone knows that I'm about to ask, which is who is Jane deep down on a soul level? I love this question because a lot of people call me organized Jane now. And it's so funny because when I was six years old, I still remember this day. I got excited about organizing my stuffed animals, my books. And if anybody listening has kids, this is usually the age between six and eight where you see your kids either be have organized tendencies or maybe disorganized ones. But this is really where I think passion starts in kids too. And I was so passionate about keeping order. And I have Swiss parents and you know, grew up very Swiss. Switzerland is a very organized country. So that just became something that I did every single day for fun. And when I was in, you know, from <laughs> as a kid going into high school, even I used to like be the be the girl who always helped everyone get their homework done and organize their desks. And it was always a passion project. But like many others, I just downplayed my passion and you know got a corporate job, went to university, got a master's, and thought I'm just gonna you know go to work in that big tower in a city and and work in corporate. My passion's not gonna my passion's fluffy. It's not really gonna help people. So I've always just loved organizing. It's my, it's, I know I'm called to the world to help people and businesses get more organized, but that's who I really am deep down. And yes, I'm fun and love to drink champagne and go skiing and snowboarding, but I love helping people get organized more than anything in the world. Well, I think that this is such a, <laughs> it's such a, a needed thing versus on so many levels, because I have always said that if, when you walk into a space that is not organized, whether that is or I mean, if you enter a digital space that is unorganized, it like creates such a chaotic mind and chaotic energy. It slows you down. And it is such, I and I say this because I have a daughter who is like not, she's pretty chaotic and it, in the best possible way I adore her. But um, she and I will kind of 
butt back and forth on, she's like, it's fine. I know where everything is. I like it this way. It's like organized chaos for me. And I'm like, but you know what? That's actually a lie because it takes you so long. You can't find the things. And energetically, it's such a drain on you. Like there's such a feeling. And um, I, I just, you walk into a room that is clean, organized and everything it's in its place. You actually take on that energy in your mind and in your body. 100%. And you've also touched on a good point. You said digitally as well, because when we open our computers now and our emails are cluttered, you know, our desktop is cluttered. So energetically, when we open our computers, we walk into a room, go into our closets, you know, have so many distractions around us. It really does consume our energy. And, you know, going to your daughter's point, it doesn't have to be organized to perfection or it doesn't have to look like Instagram. But if she is wasting time looking for things or, you know, late or stressed about, you know, what to wear because she can't find that or something's whatever it may be, that's what it can cause an issue. But it doesn't have to look perfect. It just has to fit your lifestyle. So that's where we get a bit caught up in being, you know, organized to, you know, we have to think it has to be minimal. No, but it has to be efficient and make you feel good and not drain your energy like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I feel like I, and now I'm going to like flip this into like a coaching session for me on the digital <laughs> aspect. So I feel like, do, do you have any tips? And I'll tell you, because I, I, I might not be the most digitally organized person. And I think probably because I don't have the framework of like, you know, where do you start? Like physically, I think I get that, but I, in my email box, I'm actually the most disorganized person to the point of like, I think it's horrifying. I'm going to look here right now. I'm going to actually tell you the horrifying number of it right now. It says 10,425 unopened emails. And I'll tell you, and at this point right now, I just don't even like, I don't even care. And this, I will not open emails. People text me to tell me they emailed me and they need me to respond to something because I'm just like, I just can't even with the email. This is a big problem for a lot of people. And I'm not, it's not, it's not you. And I did a coaching session once in LA with uh, an email coaching session. And I literally, there's a lot of people who had 10,000 plus emails. And what we did is we just bulk deleted and started fresh. We started a system fresh. And there was a few people in there who had like, oh my gosh, like panic attacks almost. And I said, why? They're like, well, because the emails from when my husband and I started dating. I'm like, perfect. We're going to search those, put them into a file, keep those, delete the rest. Anybody else who needs to get in touch with you will text you. <laughs> well, until you start fresh, you need to start a system. And, you know, our people are not that important. As an email slide through, we will survive. Um, you know, CEOs of big companies have people to check their email for them. They don't even look. So emails, we shouldn't be tied to it. It shouldn't be our priority list. We should start fresh. It shouldn't stress you out. Um, there's also lots of companies like Unroll Me, um, which you can bulk unsubscribe. You can actually, actually look in your email and see how many like lists you've been subscribed to. And you can just click unsubscribe, keep. So don't let them stress you out. But you should at one point start a system and try to get to inbox zero. And, you know, don't worry about it too much. <laughs> I feel like I just like vulnerably shared that like the dirty, like I just opened up my dirty closet and just showed it to everyone. 
10,000 and I have just admission it's, it's been higher than that. It's been 30. I have like bulk deleted, not like all everything because I, I, my fear isn't like sentimental old emails. My fear is the minute I delete everything I will need, there'll be one email that I need is like supporting evidence for something, some like battle that I'm getting ready to go up against (laughs) with like, (laughs) and I'm like, damn it. I would have won the battle. If only I had that freaking email, I just deleted. Um, (laughs) Well, see, I'm Canadian, so we're maybe Americans are more with the litigation side of this, and we're always worried about that legal side. But even still, I'm pretty sure that email you can find it somewhere else. But it is you are not alone. Everybody has these email struggles, and I'm on a mission to see if we can make a way to get detached from our emails and live a bit more peacefully and decluttered in our email system. So I'm on a mission for that. Well, just to clear the air, I am not litigious. And maybe that's an energetic thing. Maybe I just need to delete them and let that go. Like yeah, maybe, delete, I'm inviting, maybe I'm inviting potential like arguments into my life because I'm holding on to the notion that I need to save the like email that like so-and-so wrote to me and be like, look, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you no, sent this to me in 2012 and you said this. <laughs> but it's so funny when, when you coach people on this system, similar to um, when you're coaching it, there's some something there's a reason why we're scared to get rid of stuff and emails and once we get to that reason we'll usually find a way to get around it or or make a solution for it all right do you, should we do this right now should i just be like open just it up delete and hit delete it. all right, all, right guys, all all together right now Ten thousand is about to go so with me i'm gonna Ooh. hold on let me hit the button it's three two one it's gone vanished so there we go Ooh. poof it's gone i love it i love it start fresh and anybody who needs to email you can email again and you can start fresh. And yeah, it's a liberating I, feeling. So if you have recently emailed me and I didn't respond, it's because I just deleted it. Um, so you might have to email me again. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, no, you know what? And I try to check my emails only twice a day. I have an assistant now that always checks them too, because I'm just, I, I don't want to live by my email. I want to focus on my clients. I'm being on podcasts. I'm listening to podcasts. I don't want to be the back and forth on it. Well, now you're really speaking my language and like time saving because that has been a, a big thing over the last like six to nine months. And now it's like a whole, I'm taking to a whole nother level in, in this year, because I feel like our, our attention and our focus is so fragmented. And there's this idea and thought that like a email or like, whether it's DMs on social media or whatever it happens to be that we like always have to constantly respond. And something that I, I only check my emails now twice a day too. And I actually have communication in my email signature, letting people know that I check my emails between this hour and this hour, and that they can expect to hear a response between this time, like within 24 hours within those time windows. I love it. And I've seen a lot of autoresponders now say, if you want to book a call, here's my link. I might not respond. If this email answers your question, you can find the resource here, X, Y, and D. So it actually um, just answers the question for them in a lot of cases. Yeah. You typically get the same questions over and over again. And once you get those, you can work them right into the, the email itself. Yeah, you just make a little FAQ on your uh, email. On your email, I like that. I think that might be another like effective tool that I'm going to start implementing too. Well, I mean, because the thing is, to, is when we start checking all the time, how much time we actually waste because what we're like doing one thing for a few minutes, which just derailed you from something else. And then it takes you that much longer to get back and focus on that actual thing. So these small, what seem to be 
I don't know whether they're like feels restrictive or whether it feels like all these rules we're adding to our life are actually creating structure to, to create freedom. Exactly. And we have so, we are so cluttered. Like digitally, we already talked about emails. Mentally, we are cluttered now because we are constantly going back and forth and forth. And I love social media. I love being able to connect with yourself, with bigger audiences, people who need my support and who can help me. So I love it. And I just think if we use it intentionally and are mindful of, you know, this is the time I'm going to spend on it. It's going to be productive. It's not a waste of time because I'm going to purposely be here. Or if I have time, I'm going to check in. So it's, it's all about that, you know, what's important and how you're using your email, your, your all your other distractions for you. I have a question for you. Have you joined the super expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. Text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. I send out weekly tips and inspiration to help you grow your business, to step into your wealthiest, most highest self, to harness your full potential and live an exceptional and extraordinary life. And the best part is it's really me sending those messages. So text me, say hello, and send me your questions. Yeah, absolutely. It's the intentionality. Absolutely. I always like to ask myself before I, I get onto social media, before I open up Instagram, I always like to ask like, what is, what is the intention you, you have here? And also actually set a time parameter. Like if I'm getting on, like I'm getting on, I know I'm getting on and I'm only going to stay on. I'm giving myself 15 minutes if it's to answer DMs or if it's just to indulge in the mindless scroll, which it's fine because sometimes it's like we discover things, right? So you can look at that as a, just kind of like research and discovery as you're just, you know, or catching up or whatever it is, but set some time parameters so that you don't actually get sucked into the abyss of like, oh my gosh, I went down the wormhole and now two hours have evaporated or three or five. I mean, guilty as charged. <laughs> <laughs> and we all are. So I use the time cube. I use Selma Organized Jane, but it's currently out of stock. But you can use a timer. I don't recommend on your phone because then you're checking your phone, but some kind of timer to say, you know, I'm taking a 20 minute break. I'm going to go on Instagram. Like you said, get some, you know, creativity, catch up, whatever it may be. Email. I love these for emails because I try to keep my emails to 30 minutes a day, twice a day. Uh, so things like this can really help you stay focused and just get, be more efficient in those 30 minutes than you would be if you had three hours to check your email. I like it. It's like the modern day magic eight ball. How much time yeah, exactly. should I give myself to? <laughs> well, and it's always, if, you, if you're like, oh, I have this many emails to do. I have two hours. It'll take you two hours. If you set 30 minutes, you'll get it done in 30 minutes. So giving yourself shorter time frames and you're more efficient. Yep. I say this one all the time. It's amazing what happens when we put parameters on the things and how much you can get done when all of a sudden you now are like, oh, I only have this much time that I've allotted to do this thing that would normally take you an hour. And all of a sudden you can get it done in 15 minutes. Whoa. Mind exactly. <laughs> I think we, we waste a lot of time um, preparing or planning. We just need to get to it. And especially in our in coaching and in our kind of businesses, we 
we make our own time and our own decisions. So the, the faster and more focused we can be, the more time we'll have to do the things we want to do or have that freedom. Absolutely. That is, yep, totally speaking my language. I I love it. Um, okay, so on that, on that note, what are your thoughts on on two things? One is time auditing. Like how often do you do you do time audits? Do you recommend time audits to people? Do you have any like specific strategies for how to do a really great one? Oh my gosh, we, we didn't even talk about this before I jumped on the call, but my signature course is the six steps to help mostly business owners get their life and business organized. The first step is about time management. That has been my signature step for the last four years. And it's an Excel spreadsheet. It's nothing complicated. And we literally track your time for a week straight. It's just like a diet when you're starting it. What are you actually eating? And it's a little bit painful, but it becomes... An aha moment. So I look at this and now when I change my life or new projects, I'm like, oh, I have so much more time. I don't have to do this anymore. What can I do with that time? And it's really interesting what a simple spreadsheet can do in a bit of tracking. It doesn't have to be perfect and whatever, but it's it's just like, oh my gosh, I actually have more time than I thought. Oh, wow. I'm spending that much time on this. So it's more of a, just an exercise to get you started on being aware of your time. Yeah. It's all of a sudden you become highly like, it's like when you food journal, right? All of a sudden, when you realize you're gonna have to put down that you ate this sleeve of Oreos, you're like, maybe I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's so simple. And we have to go back to the basics of just, you know, tracking it to know where you spend it. That's the most important thing to start with. Yeah. It's like a, it's an illuminator. I, I love that. And I think, I mean, it's such a powerful, it is such a powerful thing to actually just do an audit here and there. And, and it's a lot of times when we think we need to like, oh, I don't have enough time. It's not that you need more time. You just need to use what we have, what you have available to you in a better, more efficient kind of way. So, okay. We already know that, that organization is like who you are to to your soul because in your childhood you were like the the organizer you're leading the charge on that all right so turning it into what is now a thriving business and the evolution of it being in like physical spaces to digital spaces to businesses now there had to have been along your journey someone who really just showed you or inspired you to to, to, but just like really lean into what your what was like your soul's calling. So I'd love to hear a super expander story from you. Okay, this is a great question because I think anyone who's listening to this podcast is going to have a similar moment. I think as business owners, we have a great business idea or entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call us. We have these ideas, but we're scared. We don't know how to monetize them. And I started Organized Jane 15 years ago at first, and then I failed right away. I did everything we were supposed to do. You know, create a logo, a website. And this was back in 2006 when it wasn't really, you know, we didn't have as much, you know, podcasts to motivate us or, you know, groups to go to. And, you know, you know, I went to the corporate world for advice and everyone said, you can't make a business out of this. So I think that expander moment is failing. I failed my first business. I said, okay, I can't do it after six months. And I went back to corporate for 10 more years. And then after 10 years, I was I need to do this. And I hired a business coach, like a, a branding coach. Just my super expander moment was saying, I need help into marketing myself and I need to get over that. So my coach was Natalia Vihalski. She still does coaching today. It was the first time I actually invested money into coaching. 
I was like, wow, she literally was like, step by step, this is what you need to do to market yourself and get over your fear. So it was really just having somebody hold my hand to get over that fear of marketing myself. And that's the only reason why Organized Jane, my business, is here today, because I took that first step. And of course, I saw Martha Stewart doing it. She was my idol. <laughs> but I couldn't hire her to be my coach. So I had to go searching for someone. I did, Hiring that first coach literally saved my business. Wow. I mean, I think a, a big piece of the lesson inside of that is that having a support and someone encourage you and, and tell you what the next step is. It, I think a lot of times it's not that, I think sometimes it's not even that you don't know the next step. Sometimes we we know what the next step is, but we also need someone to, to encourage us so that we have the courage to go all in on the next step. Because a lot of times it's the toe dipping, that's the problem. I mean, sometimes it's just the clarity of what the actual step is. And I think that's where a coach comes in. It's like, they can serve you on both sides. They can actually tell you, or at least lead you to what the next right step is for you. Because sometimes, you know, it's not a cookie cutter situation. I think there's like certain formulas that we follow in business, obviously, but there's unique things to every person's life and and business. And then the other piece is just someone being like, yes, you're do it. I'm here. I'm going to watch you. If you fall, I'm going to help you get up. And that's where today we have podcasts like this one, masterminds. We have coaches like ourselves. There are so many options for that. You still have to do the work because your coach will say you have to do X, Y, and Z. And if you don't do it, you likely won't succeed either. But really, I think today... As an entrepreneur, we have so much at our fingertips to help us get over whatever struggle it may be. Some coaches are good. You know, you have to pick the right coach for what you need at that time. But when you're working for someone, you have a boss and they literally help you kind of guide your path. As an entrepreneur, we need to search for those coaches. Yes, yes. And you know what I even say, I say this all the time, sometimes we pick the the wrong like container or what might seem like it was the wrong container. Like we get into it and it's like a few weeks, a few months in and you're like, oh my gosh, this is not what I needed, but it's always actually exactly what you needed. So it might not be potentially like the specific skill that you needed to hone in on that time. Cause maybe it was like you working with a, like you decided to hire a copy coach because you knew you wanted to become a better copywriter. And it turns out that like maybe their style of teaching wasn't right for you. But what you learn is like inside of there, so many different things. So I feel like if you ever inside of a container that you start to have those feelings is to look really for the lessons that you are receiving. Like, why are you being triggered? And like, what's upsetting you? Why do you feel like you're not getting what you wanted? And like, what can you learn from that? Oh, 100%. And like, the, even if it doesn't support you then, it might later. Um, if it's really not the right coach, you could probably even be transparent and say, this is not what I was thinking. And they're uh, in the coaching industry, I feel like we're so transparent about what we do and what we can help you with. So um, I know too, for myself, like I don't, I want to know your challenge. And if I'm not the right coach, I'll refer somebody else. But you're right. Whatever coaching program you take, you usually get something out of it, even if it's not what you thought. Yes, absolutely. It's always, it's always divine timing. That's, that's what I always like to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I know there are so many people that are listening right now and they are like, oh my gosh, I need, I need help with organization in my business in like the, the digital landscape, all the things. So how can the super expander community, how can they find you? How can they get in your world? I would love to have everybody in my world, at least on Instagram and organize Jane. And I have so many resources. So in my book, Decluttering for Dummies, it's three parts. 
organizing your mind, organizing your spaces, so all the stuff you have, and organizing your digital life. So if you have a challenge, let me know. Send me a DM, and myself and my assistant always are sending out resources to help you right away. Um, and also my website, organizejane.com, where you can book a call if you do have a business and want to jump into my six-step program. And I'm just always happy to talk anything organizing challenges you have because the that is really the more organized you are in your life and your business, the more you can help the world and spend more time with your kids and families and clients. So I'm just on a mission to help you and your listeners get more organized. Oh my gosh. I, I love it. I'm, I'm going to be coming over to get some of those resources. I, I know I need them. <laughs> <laughs> You've already started with the email. So it's right. Great. <laughs> I know now it's like, what, what's my next step after email? What's, what's the next big undertaking? Uh, so if you could leave the audience with just one more juicy nugget of wisdom, what would it be? You know, I would just say right after this podcast, I'd like you to go into your closet, your kitchen, every room in your house and just declutter something and give it to somebody else who needs it. And that'll get you started on your journey. You'll wait, then you'll be doing it on your computer. You'll be doing it in your office. Just today, declutter something that you don't need anymore and give it to somebody who needs it and or just a, a donation site and you'll already feel better and do that. Then you'll hopefully continue for the rest of the year. Oh my gosh. It's so true. When you start to purge, how much better it feels. I always say like, if you ever see me cleaning out my closet, I'm probably having a life crisis and that's how I'm like, working <laughs> through it. <laughs> but then it makes people so happy when they can get your stuff. Or I just feel like we need, as a consumer society, we always need to be thinking about that. And as, as well with files on your computer, you don't use anymore because somebody in your office uses it, a teammate, whatever it may be. So declutter today and hopefully for the rest of the year. Ah, yes. So good. I love it. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you and your time and all the wisdom that you shared. Oh, thank you so much for having me. We will catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media. Thank you.